season four finale of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick. This show is all about scratch-made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. So, so wonderful that you're here. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so, so much for all of your amazing continued support. Today on the show, a Thanksgiving staple hitting your table, hitting my table in about... 12 hours or so. I'm going to be making this very pie today as I'm recording this. So I'm really, really excited to be making this again. Uh, My sister's favorite pie uh, growing up and even still as an adult. So it's something I always ate a lot of. I really, really do love it as well. Lemon meringue pie. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. 100% from scratch. Really, really not as complicated as you would think it is either. So Definitely don't don't get scared away uh, just by hearing that, but we'll talk about more in the back half of the show. I want to take a moment to just say a very, very happy Thanksgiving to anyone out there listening who celebrates the holiday. And if not, I do hope that you are so, so amazing. And no matter where you are, when you are listening to this, I just want you to know how amazingly thankful I am for you. As I said, this is going to be the season four finale of the show. Now, what does that mean necessarily, especially if you're a newer listener? I know I've been talking about this for the past few episodes, but if you're a newer listener, basically what that means is we're just going to be kind of doing some short form stuff up until next year. The show, I'm going to put the show on like an extended break up until 2023 because I really, really need some time to get some other things in order. But we're still going to be releasing quick bites and just small little recipe episodes, small little episodes throughout the rest of the year. So whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, just know that no matter what, I'm so, so grateful for you. It means the absolute world to me that you spend your time here, whatever amount of time it is, listening to me, spending some time here in my journey of scratch-made food and positive energy. The show's ultimate core, like that core about this show will never change. This show will always be about scratch-made food and positive energy. This is like the biggest and best food time of the year for me. I know it is for a lot of people too, because who doesn't love that big, beautiful Thanksgiving spread and everything. This is always one of my absolute favorite times of the year because I get to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I'm kind of trying to steal myself and prepare myself for it at the same time because, well, I got to be on my feet for a long time (laughs) and I'm going to do a turkey trot. Like I'm going to try to do five miles on Thanksgiving day as well. And like... I, I, I already talked to Rebecca. I'm like, I'm like, most important thing for me for Thanksgiving day is when I'm in the kitchen, footwear on at all times, because a lot of times we have just hard tile floor in the kitchen and I will just go barefoot, you know, when I'm in the kitchen prepping stuff, not even thinking about it. Like I don't ever even really connect it kind of into that headspace of it. And then 
you know, I will just kind of be like, oh, oops, forgot about, you know, being on my feet for that long is definitely going to cause me a lot of foot pain, you know? So it's important for me to kind of try to make times where I can sit down and relax too, you know, but I'm going to be on my feet. I'm going to be tonight prepping more stuff. I've already got like mashed potatoes prepped. The potatoes are already ready. I've made a whipped maple ginger butter that I'm going to be rubbing all over the turkey. When it goes in there, I can't wait for that. I actually really, really like it. I think it's going to be really good. It's going to infuse the turkey with so, so much goodness. You get a little bit of sweetness from that maple syrup, a little bit of that kind of citrusy tang from that ginger. It's going to be amazing. I really, really can't wait. Got a 24-pound turkey to feed myself and Rebecca. <laughs> and tonight I'm going to be making tart apple pie with a cookie crust. That's one of my Patreon recipes. And I'm also going to be making the lemon meringue pie that we're going to be featuring in this episode. And speaking of Patreon, there's going to be an announcement coming over on Patreon in the next few days or week, hopefully by the end of the month. I want to get it up over there by the end of the month. But there'll be a post on Patreon kind of, uh, you know, outlining some big changes that are going to be coming to Patreon specifically. And that is that there won't be any more tiers anymore. I'm basically going to be shifting over to just basically doing 50% of Patreon funds being donated. I'll go more in depth on that over on the over on the Patreon post. I don't want to spend a lot of time here on the show talking about it, but that is going to be a big change that's going to be coming to Patreon. There's also going to be some big, big changes coming to the show here. And I'm... 35 minutes into recording right now you're not 35 minutes into listening right now however because i just decided to cut it all out why wax on about it endlessly and i could just you know do it instead so long and the short of it is going to be that the format of the show is going to be changing the core mission of the show, the core tenets of the show, positivity and scratch made food, they are not going to be changing. They are going to be staying 100% the same. But how we approach those, how we break those down, how those are released in episodes, completely different. So make sure you stay tuned for more of that. We may even dabble a little bit into that kind of stuff before the fifth season actually begins in January. We'll see what kind of stuff I end up recording in December. But I just want you guys to be aware that there are going to be some pretty big changes coming to the format of the show specifically. I really, really do hope that with season five, I'm able to kind of get more table for two episodes off the ground. I'm really, really trying to do that. It's kind of, I don't really necessarily think people get it, if that makes sense. I really, I, I try to impress like, hey, give me a recipe. You give me a recipe and then come on the show and I'll make it and we'll have a talk while I make it. And I, I, I feel like that's lost on people because I put the word out there and I'm like, hey, if you want to do this, let me know you want to do this. And I talk to people I'm like, what's your recipe? And they just tell me what it is, like the name of it. But but that's not a recipe. A name of a recipe is not a recipe, you know. So I, I think I'm just too dumb to explain it or whatever the case is i'm not 100 percent sure but you know that's a big thing that's a big thing that i i really would love to bring back in the future is more table for two episodes i love talking to other creators and then speaking of you know talking to other creators a really amazing suggestion from rebecca because i've talked to her a lot about you know the positivity segments and having to be in the right headspace and having to have 
a, a topic or an inspiration to do the positivity segment that week or whatever it is. But I don't always have that. And she's like, well, why don't you put it out there to other creators and then have them on the show to talk about, you know, different positive things in their life, different ways that, you know, that they use positivity to affect their everyday life or whatever it is in between there. And I really, really love that idea. It's such a good idea, such a good idea. So I'm going to be workshopping that going into season five as well. We'll get some other creators on the show, not even to talk about food, but just to talk about how positivity changes their life. It is such a wonderful idea. I really, really love it. So I can't wait to kind of try to make it happen. It's going to be amazing. And speaking of Rebecca, I mean, I promised you guys some big news here on the show and she is no longer my girlfriend. She's my fiance. <laughs> I proposed to her a few days ago and she said, yes. So I get to marry this absolutely incredible amazing person when i asked her it felt right i had a good gut feeling about it and that's the most important thing to me is to go with my gut to trust my gut because i haven't in the past i've ignored it in the past and i'm not going to ignore it she's such an amazing person such an amazing person and i'm so lucky and so blessed that i get to spend the rest of my life with this absolutely incredible person she's just amazing in in absolutely every way and we haven't talked about when yet i'm sure those conversations will be coming at some point and we'll figure out exactly what that means for you know the size of the wedding and all that kind of stuff i don't think either one of us because we've both done the big wedding i don't think either one of us is really particularly interested in doing a huge affair but you know we'll see what we'll see what happens when when the time comes and, and, you know, we actually walk down the aisle, but that's something that I'm really, really, really excited about. A lot of big changes coming to my life. I've been making a lot of big changes in my life doing the two 30 day yoga journeys. I can't wait. I haven't started another one yet because I wanted to knock out some more of this stuff for the American diabetes month kind of walking challenge, 21 and a half miles into that. I'm really, really excited about that. And I wanted to really, really focus on nano because it's really important for me to not just finish nano this year, but to really set up that writing habit. I want to make sure that I'm sitting down and I'm getting words on the page several times a week, several times a week, because it is the thing in life that I am most passionate about. So I've been making a lot of really big changes in my life over the past few months. And I've had that ring since mid-September. And it has been a, a huge, huge deal for me to, to, to finally get that out there, to finally ask her. And I'm just, I'm overjoyed. I'm really, really thrilled. My life continues to evolve and change in so many great and positive ways. And I am just really, really excited for that. I'm really, really eager to kind of continue that evolution and to see where we go from here.
Welcome back, everyone. And thank you so, so much for listening to Nikolai's Kitchen. If you love the show, if you like the show, just help me reach more people with my messages of scratch made food and positive energy. Share it out there. Spread the word. Tell a friend. Leave five star ratings and reviews on whatever platform you're listening. That's all I ask. Help me reach more people. It would mean the absolute world to me. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about lemon meringue pie. And you know what? For whatever reason, I'm looking in the fridge yesterday, probably because I have more limes in there than I have lemons. What if I did a lime curd? Not key lime pie. We've made that on the show. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Go back and check out that episode. I don't recall exactly what episode it was. It's been a while. But what if I did lime instead of lemon and then you use agave to make the meringue? Like, how good would that be? A margarita pie kind of almost like maybe sprinkle a little bit of salt around it. I don't know. I just got really excited when I thought about that yesterday for whatever reason that popped into my head when I was thinking about, do I have enough lemons to make lemon meringue pie? No, I don't. I still got to go to the store and get more. Well, lemon meringue pie, one of my sister's favorite things to eat in the whole entire world. So I ate this a lot growing up and a couple weeks ago, got together with my family and I brought pie. I brought an apple pie and I brought lemon meringue pie, but I had never once made an entire lemon meringue pie from scratch. Now, one thing that I really, really love, I used to eat it all the time when I was younger even, is lemon pudding. Just straight up buying like that box of cook and serve jello lemon pudding and throwing it together and just eating it. Love lemon pudding. It's so, so good. Ostensibly, that's what this is. You know, it's it's lemon pudding in a pie shell covered with meringue, but we're making the entire thing from scratch here on the show. Now, this is my normal pie crust recipe back in the pumpkin pie episode and probably any other time I've talked about pie with exception to that cookie crust that I do for the tart apple pie. This one is very, very simple. And the most important thing I always, always try to impart whenever you're making that pie crust is don't touch it. You want your butter and your shortening to be ice cold frozen and you want your water to be ice cold throw ice cubes in your water and then touch it with your hands as little as possible because the heat from your hands is going to melt the butter and the shortening you want to use your hands as little as possible because every bit of butter and shortening that survives in that pie crust is going to be big beautiful pockets of flakiness that you're going to get all throughout your dough For this pie as well, you're also going to need to partially blind bake the crust. Now, what that means is you're going to get your pie crust all formed out into your pie pan, and then you're going to wing it into the oven with some weight in it. You want some weight in it because you don't want it to bubble up. And then you're going to basically par bake it. So all the instructions for that are down in the show notes, but it's really, really important with this kind of pie because this isn't going to sit in the oven for that long. Your filling's already cooked and the meringue just takes a little bit of time to really brown and kind of just warm through and everything. You really don't need to give this a whole ton of time. So you need to make sure that you're partially blind baking the crust as well. If you don't have pie weights, I bought some little, like, they're just clay, I think. You just stick parchment paper in the pie shell and dump them in there. If you don't have those, though, you can just use dry beans. So if you're missing out on pie weights and you still want to make this pie, it's okay. Just grab a bag of dry beans and just chuck them in there. And, yeah, it works out perfectly. So I want to talk about the lemon filling. It's the most important part of the pie, frankly. But what's 
most important about it is you're going to temper your eggs as part of this process. If you're not familiar with that, basically there's eight egg yolks in the lemon filling of this pie. And what you want to do is you want to bring that up to temperature slowly so that you don't cook the eggs. The last thing you want to do, because you make this whole lemon mixture on the stovetop, most of the ingredients in the filling all go into a saucepan and you just make this really, really thick kind of lemon base. Okay. And what you don't want to do is just wing the egg yolks right into that because the egg yolks are cold. Maybe they're room temperature, you know, if you let them warm up a little bit, but regardless, you can't just chuck them into a really, really hot sauce because then the eggs are just going to start to cook. So what you need to do is you need to temper them and you need to bring up their temperature slowly. So once you make the lemon mixture, you whisk your egg yolks, you set that aside and you make your lemon mixture. Now, once your lemon mixture is done, you just start stirring those egg yolks and you don't stop. And then you just add one spoonful of lemon mixture. Keep stirring. Another spoonful of lemon mixture. Keep stirring. Another spoonful of lemon mixture. And I got all the way up to a cup of this. I just did a whole cup. You can do less than that if you want to. But basically, just keep stirring, keep stirring, keep stirring as you're adding more and more of this lemon mixture in there and you're slowly warming up all of those egg yolks and that way you're not cooking them. So that way you get a beautifully, beautifully rich, rich pudding texture to this by the time all is said and done. So once you've tempered your eggs, then you're going to get those added back into your lemon mixture and you're going to keep stirring that and you're going to get all of that beautiful tempered egg mixture incorporated back into the lemon mixture till you got it all back in one pot bring it back up to heat make it nice and thick and bubbly pull it off the heat whisk in your butter to kind of mount it with that butter it's going to give it that beautiful creaminess you don't want to add your butter when this is over the heat because if you add your butter when this is over the heat it's going to cause the oil to separate out of the butter okay you definitely don't want that it's i'm telling you like eating this lemon meringue pie filling unbelievable absolutely absolutely unbelievable now i decided to kind of go with a little bit more butter in my filling and i decided to kind of cut back a little bit on water i just kind of did a lot of recipe research and saw a lot of you know extra water and stuff like that but i really and i mean if, if you're making pie make pie that's that's kind of the that's kind of the feeling i have about it a little bit more butter doesn't uh, doesn't hurt always makes everything better. So I winged a little bit of extra butter into my recipe and cut back on the normal water that you would normally put into this. And I really just, it's so unbelievably luscious, dreamy lemon flavor. This is beautiful, creamy, dreamy, luscious lemon. It's just, it's incredible. Absolutely beyond incredible. So now we've got our pie crust ready. It's blind baked partially. We've got it full of our lemon filling. We're ready to go. And now we need to top it with luscious, dreamy meringue. Meringue's delicious. I love meringue. It's so, so good. But I will state this with a, a caveat. The recipe that's in the show notes is for eight egg whites because they're eight egg yolks as part of the pie filling. If you make meringue out of eight egg whites, you are going to have a literal ocean of it. <laughs> it's way too much to put on top of one pie. It really, really is. You cannot put all this meringue on top of this one pie. So I actually went and I found a recipe for meringue cookies, which I've never made before. And it's from Plated Cravings. I'll stick the link down in the show notes. But 
yeah, like I didn't cook them right. I didn't I didn't do them right. I have to try to do them again. But if you don't want to try to make meringue cookies or if you're not just going to use the meringue for something else, then I would recommend cutting the meringue recipe in half, the one that's in the show notes. Because like I said, otherwise you're going to make a ton of meringue and then you're just going to have a ton of it left over. And I mean, granted, it is only like a few whipped egg whites and some sugar, but still make an egg white omelet or something like that. Make a mini angel food cake. Maybe use it, you know, instead of making meringue in this way, save the other egg whites, make meringue to make macrons or something. I don't know. But you want to get your egg whites to beautiful, glossy, stiff peaks and then seal your pie crust all the way to the edge. You want to make sure you seal this. The meringue should be touching the pie crust all the way around the edge. Shouldn't be able to see that lemon filling through it at all. You want to make sure you seal that really, really good. And that'll keep your meringue from kind of receding. This, unfortunately, is a pie that no matter what you do over time, it will kind of recede. And you'll kind of like if you take the cover off of it, like a couple days later, you'll see the meringue is kind of like pulled away from the edge of the pie. If you make sure you seal it to the very edge of the pie, it can help to delay that process i mean eventually eventually it's going to happen anyway to a degree you really can't get away from it but you know try to avoid it as much as you can by making sure you seal your pie all the way to the very edge and that is going to do it for another episode of nikolai's kitchen the season four finale we will still have quick bites and other little bits of stuff in between now and then going into december we're still going to have a bunch of different stuff to go over but you know, this is it for the fourth season of the show. I can't believe we've gotten four seasons in on this show over the past two years. I'm so, so grateful. Like on this Thanksgiving, I just, I'm so, so grateful. So, so thankful for everybody out there that takes the time to listen to this show, supports this show in any way. It means the world to me. I cannot, cannot, cannot thank you enough. I know Thanksgiving is only a day away, but I hope that, you know, somebody, I hope that somebody gets this and is like, you know what? I want to try to make a homemade lemon meringue pie. If you do, and if you hit one on your Thanksgiving table, make sure you share it with me over on Instagram at Nikolai's Kitchen. Let me know because I love seeing other people make food too. It means the world to me just to watch other people whip together food as well. I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful and amazing and safe Thanksgiving holiday if you're celebrating. And I just hope that you're having a beautiful, amazing, and safe day regardless if you're not. But I want to thank you all so, so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Nikolai's Kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons. Well, thank you so much to Chris, M, and Sam. And a special shout out to my VIP patrons, Krista, Jared, Caleb, Dan, and Bill. Learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash Kitchen.